Butterfly Effect Podcast. Um, this episode is part two to the cheating episode I recorded with Brittany. Um, I wanted to come on here before and first give an introduction back to the episode. Um, I know it's been a minute, so I apologize for waiting. Brittany, thank you so much for being so patient. But I also wanted to jump on here and just give a trigger warning because the stuff that we talk about in this next episode um, One, I'm so thankful, Brittany, for you coming on and sharing your story. Um, You laugh it off. We joke about it. And, like, we we do that as a coping mechanism. Um, But I really want to say thank you for being so vulnerable and being able to share. Because, one, it's not easy. Um, It's not easy to share your story, especially hard times in your life, and then subject yourself to well, for me, hundreds of opinions, but potentially millions, right? Like, this is out on the internet and anyone can see it. Um, but I'm really thankful for you coming on and sharing that story because you're not alone. There's, it's sad how many stories that my friends have of these, both or all genders, right? Like, I'm not saying it's just a man cheating on a woman type of thing, but, like, we have these stories and I think it's important to talk about them because it makes you feel like you're not so alone and you take that guilt and that judgment away from yourself and like you take the lessons and you keep going. But I did want to jump on here and tell everyone that there is a trigger warning for this episode. We do talk about mental illness. We talk about suicide. We talk about physical and emotional um, and mental abuse. Uh, So I just want to be very, very candid with that. Um, if this is not something that you are able to handle or you're not in the space to listen to, I completely understand. Please skip this episode. Um, but for those of you who are interested, um, want to listen, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Uh, please make sure to keep an open mind uh, as people share these stories because, again, like this is someone's authentic, real story, and it's traumatic. And um, I think... Brittany is extremely strong for coming on and sharing this because it, again, we laugh it off, but it's some deep shit. So thank you, Brittany, for sharing your story. And without further ado, let's get into this episode. Bye. Okay. We're, are you ready to get into the juicy story that I've been waiting for? Absolutely. I wonder if I'm going to get sued for defamation again. Well, that's what I was going to say. I was like, I do have this in my notes. I said, let's and it's underlined and bolded. It's literally, let's give him a nickname because I don't feel like getting sued today. Yeah. Because <laughs> so, I remember when you all were dating and you guys were doing your like figuring it out shit. He was like, don't go on the podcast and say this or something. And I was yeah. like, oh, we are. Well, his name is Wardell Lytus. And <laughs> <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> no, that's his nickname. Well, oh. <laughs> Right. Lord, I was like, Lord I, Lord I, like that's not his real name. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nicknames, fictional <laughs> person. This is all hypothetical, actually. This may or may not have happened. So, okay, take us through before we get into the top. Obviously, the cheating. <laughs> what brought you to? You said he was a rebound. Yes. So, uh, as people who are listening to this who know me obviously know, I had got out of. A relationship that I thought I was going to marry him. I was moving to Texas with him. I was planning a future with this person that it ended up getting like physically 
aggressive and like physical, which also, of course, did I post about on Twitter? Of course I did because I'm an oversharer and I'm immature. They're gone now. They're gone now. So don't go combing through them. But yeah, so I got out of a relationship with somebody who um, was like physically violent when he would drink. I don't think he's a bad person. I know that he is not somebody who's ever been physically violent with anybody else. However, I got to that point with him and I, I care about him deeply as a person as much as like he pisses me off, whatever. So I got out of that relationship right before moving down here. Like we technically were signed on to a lease together until tomorrow tomorrow our lease together ends for the place that he's never been to but anyways so i broke up with him in july and i moved down to dallas in august eight days after i moved to august or moved to august moved to dallas um my dad committed suicide which a lot of my friends know so i grew up with just my single dad and you know nine days later i'm on a flight back to minnesota after he's just driven me down here and dropped all my things off so obviously super tough, um, really hard time, had to deal with that after just moving a thousand miles across the country. Mm-hmm. So dealing with all that, I come back down to Texas after the funeral and after I've like taken care of some stuff there. And um, I'm going through a lot of mental regrets and all of that. I'm getting bombarded with messages which obviously i appreciated of course um but like i'm not ready to really respond to messages i get this message from this guy that i've known for like all of college and been friends adjacently with i would say so like i'm friends with his friends he's friends with some of my friends we know a lot of the same people but we never really hung out like we never hung out one-on-one we'd see each other at the bar talk a little bit whatever i get a message from him like, hey, Brittany, I'm in Dallas. Um, I'm so sorry. Like a very sweet message about my dad. And um, he had said, you know, if you want to hang out with somebody or anything, like I'm down here for work for a couple months, I would love to get a drink with you, take you out to dinner, whatever, whatever you want to do. Like, I understand you got a lot going on. So don't feel pressured, whatever. I hadn't been responding to people I had known for years about things going on other than my really close like Mm -hmm. core group um and for some reason i read his message and i didn't respond and then i got home from the funeral and everything and i read it again and i was like sitting in my apartment sad my roommate was working and i was like fuck it i'm not gonna sit in this fucking apartment and be sad like no like i need to get out and do something that like is fun so i responded to him we started texting whatever we went and got drinks that night. He was amazing. Such a gentleman. I got way too drunk, slept over at his house. He like listened to me cry. He did not try and have sex with me, which is a low ass standard. And I am sorry for putting it out there. But uh, that is a turn on when a guy is not creepy and way too touchy, like when you first meet them. So whatever, it was perfect. It was literally like, fairy tale perfect and he was down there for two months and then he left he had to go back to where he was living in Colorado um okay and and this is somebody I knew from Minnesota from college um but he was living in Colorado came down to Texas really just because he's a Cowboys fan and he works remote so he works down here from a long-term Airbnb oh 
Okay. Yeah. Wow. So it was great. I had a great time and he left and I could not think of anything else. Like my friend, like my roommate and my friends who knew like what was going on when he was down here were like, dude, you never like normal guys. Like this guy is perfect. Like my own, like Nolan, my own person who like has seen the shit I've been through has, was, you know, signed on to the lease with me and my ex and knows all of that, sat in the hospital with me over my ex was like, this guy has no red flags. And I remember actually saying to him, having no red flags is a red flag. It is. Yeah. Whatever. Now, knowing hindsight's twenty twenty. but yeah. Yes. And I said that and I was like, but there's nothing like maybe I just need to let myself be happy. Okay. So we go through, this is like end of October. He leaves a little bit before Halloween. He ends up moving down to Texas to like, we were talking long distance and then finally he was like I'm not seeing other people you're not seeing other people like I want to move back to Texas like I want to be with you like I will move to Texas like I know you're not ready to move you just moved I'll move down to you I won't move in with you but I will move down there and live close to you and we can date like let's do this and it seemed crazy but I was like yeah like this guy's perfect Mm -hmm. he moves down New Year's Eve So we were like kind of long distance for like two months. He moves down New Year's Eve and I am not kidding when I tell you from the second he showed up at my house until the second his ass got in his car and finally moved the fuck out of Texas. It was toxic as fuck. It was up and down, back and forth. Horrible. New Year's horrible, horrible day with him. He's inviting girls up to this bottle service table we're at while I'm in the bathroom. Like, just like really shitty stuff. So, yeah, it was bad. I had had one of my close friends down here from, which she doesn't care if I put her on blast, Chloe. Um, (laughs) She was down here. Come to find out he had been trying to hook up with her before she had came down to Dallas to hang out with us. So he was immediately on edge thinking I was trying to set him up when I had no fucking idea. So he was trying to hook up with her before he, like, after meeting you and you guys were creating your relationship and then before he moved down. In that period, he was trying to hook up with her? Before and then after. So before and then he met me and wasn't. And then she came down and he thought I was trying to set him up, which I wasn't. And then after he tried to hook up with her after that, which... Fuck you, Chloe. I love you. You're my bitch. But she was playing into it, too. But there's a situation where it's not the girl's fault. There's a situation where it's not the girl's fault. She would never touch him. Like, she knows, like, it's not good. So, there was so I'm point. sorry. To clarify, after New Year's Eve, he's tried to hook up with her. Yes. Her and I got into a, her and I got into a fight about something unrelated okay. and weren't talking for a while. And she actually ended up moving down to Texas. She was supposed to live with me. And we ended up getting into a huge fight. Um, But she still moved down here and was down here. And he was still down here after we went through the craziness. And they hung out. Yeah, so they hung out together. Which, when they hung out together, that's actually how her and I, like, bridged our whole feud. Because he called me and was like, Chloe just randomly showed up at my door this week. Like, did you give her my address? Not true. He 
like I've seen the text messages like he literally invited her over there gave her the address and not only did he do that he whipped his dick out and asked her if she would like to chase her Tito's by sucking his dick which is when she left and then her and I clowned him and now we're all good like oh my god yeah I'm so grossed out right now Bordell (laughs) Bordell we don't like you you're mean Bordell you're just Disgusting! Are you serious? Would you like chase this Tito's with my dick? Yeah. First of all, that's so embarrassing to be like, to to try to set up a scenario where you're like, oh my god, she showed up to my house. Did you send her? The whole time you that's he's sick. Well, okay. and he thought that I wasn't gonna text her. He had called me and said you? this. He Does called he me and said this, and I'm texting her, and I also. This is the greatest part. So, like, people weren't believing the crazy things because he's a math manipulator. He's manipulated me. He's manipulated my friends. He's manipulated Nolan. Like, he's a manipulative nope. person. And, he like, I will say I've dated a lot of pieces of shit, but I've never dated a really smart piece of shit. He yep. is a really smart piece of shit, and that sucks. No, that shit hits you different because yeah. you question yourself. That yeah. makes you question yeah so when all of this had gone down i started uh you know how you can have facetime on your computer yeah so he would call me from a blocked number star six seven might i add um and when he had called me about this whole thing with chloe i was texting my best friend jenny and i was like i'm gonna facetime you on my computer because i just need you to hear this so that I'm like, know that I'm not fucking crazy. And this is literally coming out of someone's mouth right now. Okay. So, yep, I, would, I would do this with KK. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it was just like, it was, it was crazy. Like the man is, is smart. He's Wait. a smart guy, but he's a fucking crazy bitch. <laughs> so she, she, Chloe left after he said that disgusting shit and then immediately called you and you guys are laughing no. at him. And then you- so she didn't call me. I texted her and literally said, why the fuck are you hanging out with <laughs> like you fucking skanky ass snake? Like what the fuck? <laughs> we're now, we're now. <laughs> oh, sorry. 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 Yeah. Bleep that out. Bleep that out. I will. I will. <laughs> <laughs> like, and like anybody doesn't know anyways, but anyways, <laughs> Um, so she called me. No, no, she didn't call me. I texted her and I was like, you fucking skanky snake. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you hanging out with this dude? Like, what the fuck? And she was like, I mean, we're not on, we weren't on good terms and whatever. But like, I, he, I didn't show up at his house. He invited me. I can show you text messages. And she then sent text messages and she was like and i literally left because not only did i hang out with him we went to the bar and then we're drinking at his airbnb and he asked if i wanted to chase my shot of tito's with sucking his dick which is fucking foul and disgusting it just made me like gag inside so i literally responded to her and i said i would be mad at you because that is some shady ass bitch snake thing to do but your punishment is that you had to hang out with him for a night. So I'm not mad. <laughs> and her and I have been like this since then. <laughs> I'm sure she will never, like, that will never be a scenario in the future. Right. Um, but, ew. Okay, so that's the first time this happened. So this is after he moved down to, he professes his love to you, basically moves states to be with you. 
and then cheats on you immediately like following like how far after is this so we were we were broken up he did not cheat on me at this time however okay so this isn't cheating but it was betrayal for right sure. and he had also been hitting her up to like fly her out like he acts like he's a big baller he has a lot of money but he he fucking doesn't spend it so good for you um he had invited to like fly her out to Colorado before we started dating. Okay. So that's why he thought that I was setting him up on New Year's the day he got down here, which I was, and I really had no idea. I was just hanging out with a friend. So yeah, all of that happens, whatever. Um, oh my God, I can't say his name. <laughs> I will bleep all of that out. Don't worry. <laughs> Okay, he literally claimed that he has never cheated on me, and I don't have physical proof that he's cheated on me, but I do have text messages from other girls yep, saying that's what that I, he I, has, so it is yeah. what it is, whatever. Even if there was no physical cheating, it was the most toxic thing ever, and it was totally a situation where I was down extremely bad I had just moved a thousand miles away I had no friends here I mean I have a couple friends here so I don't want to like put them out there but I had you know barely any friends new job like my my single father who raised me my whole life had just committed suicide like well the craziest thing is the whole year I would not even the whole year but it's followed into being over a year because the relationship really wasn't that long. I was dealing with that. And what I will thank him for is thank you for distracting me from everything else. Because now I feel it's been enough time that I can start to actually process like the death of my father. But it was like, I had just come off of the worst thing that has and ever will happen in my life. And I needed something to distract myself. Like, I'm a dumb bitch, but I'm not, like, a dumb bitch who's going to stay with somebody who's as insane as he is. Like, that is one instance of him being insane. There are so many more. And it was distracting. Like, I kept getting back together with him because I was like, I don't want to sit and deal with my own thoughts and my own feelings about what I'm going through with the death of my father. Holy shit. So, and, like, in hindsight, I see that at the time... I was just trying to hold on to, but right after my dad died, he was so great. Like I had the best couple of months with him. Like I had never been happier. There was no red flags. Like my friends agreed there was no red flags. It was perfect. So I was really holding on to that, which obviously I now know, like he's, I will say the man's a lot smarter than me. He definitely won up to me in, in the mind games, but that's what it was. It it was a mind game. Like that was not him as a real person. And I also coming off of a huge breakup where like, I am, my whole life has changed to the point where like, I thought I was moving in with the love of my life, going to start a family. We were talking marriage. We were talking babies. Like we were talking like the whole damn thing. Oh my God. So I get out of that and then I move down here and then I lose my, my only real family member that has ever been there like my whole life my dad like and in such a such a horrible way like such like a heartbreaking really sad really negative way I meet this perfect person I'm like okay all this shitty stuff has happened but there's like light at the end of the tunnel like 
he's telling me it's things which, and I'm not accusing, I think he's a horrible person. I think there are good parts to him. I know there are good parts to him because I fell for the good parts of him, of course. But like, you know, like him and maybe it was bullshit, maybe it wasn't. But I do believe him when he would say things like, he's like, you know, that picture of your dad with the green shirt on, like, I couldn't stop seeing that in my dreams last night, like your dad telling me like, this or that or whatever. And that's like, when we were kind of doing the long distance thing, it was like things like that, where I'm like, Oh, my God, like, I have to hold on to that. It was almost like, holding on to a piece of him. Yeah, it was almost holding on to a piece of my dad. He First, I want to start by saying thank you for opening up about your dad. I know we've talked about that personally. I didn't know if you wanted to talk about this on here, and I'm thankful that you are because I've been affected by suicide too, so I get it. Um, I don't get it to the way you get it, but I understand that. I understand that pain. And the fact that he used that to manipulate you is the most unforgivable thing that I think I've ever heard. Like on top of everything else that he's done to you, but the fact that he played off of that and you keep saying this, I, I don't want to like correct you because I know you're just joking mostly, but you're not a piece of shit. You're not stupid. You're not any of those things. Like I genuinely like, like you as a person and I think the world of you. So I don't like you when you say those things, but like he used this really unforgettable time of your life that will literally change your life for the rest. Like nothing will ever compare to this. And he used that to, like hurt you. Right. And I, he is like sick on a new level, like on a new level sick. And then to use your friends too, like he's just like really demented. And I'm so sorry that this person even had the opportunity to have an effect on you. Like, right. I hate him. I don't know him at all. <laughs> I hate his guts. And I'm just, I'm really sorry. Well, I'm and sorry. I will say like, I am like when I say I'm a piece of shit I know I'm not really a piece of shit but I'm not a perfect person and I have major flaws that I am so well aware of I'm sure dating me after coming off of a terribly like physically abusive relationship coming off of the suicide of my my only parent like my best friend basically I guarantee dating me was not easy so I don't want to act like I you know, I was this perfect person and he was this huge piece of shit. He was a huge piece of shit, but also like to be a huge piece of shit when somebody is going through the worst time in their entire life, to not consider that is something that I think is like next level evil. Like I think that's a next level, like really bad thing to do to somebody. Should I have gotten in a relationship so quick? No, I shouldn't have. Should I have been in a relationship when I was in like the emotional point I was at with my dad? No, I probably still shouldn't be like it's you know coming up on a year this week and wow. it's it's crazy and like it's sad and it makes me feel bad, but like I also shouldn't have been in a relationship so early. So there are there are definitely faults on both sides. Like I was not a perfect girlfriend. I will definitely admit that, but I think he was an evil boyfriend. There's, I don't think what you maybe not being ready per se has any compare to what he did and like what he knew he was getting into. He used, there's a difference of you maybe not knowing you're ready and like needing that life raft to get you out of a dark fucking place in your life that like, you will always have in the back of your mind. There's a difference of you not knowing you're ready and a difference of him using that 
to manipulate you. Like he knew that. And that's what like really sickens me. And she's not, you guys, she's not even sharing half the crazy shit that he's done. No, like this is really like one of the minor things. (laughs) That's like, that I haven't heard this part, but that is so like, that's weird. He's weird, but like, that's so minor compared to the other shit that I've heard that he's done. And now hearing that, oh my God, this just like changes like not changes, but makes it even more right. frustrating in my mind that this human exists. Well, and our whole relationship was really, if you think about it, built off of like, whether it was real or false, it was sympathy. Like I, I am being pitied or given sympathy to. That's why I hung out with him that first night. That's why I held on to the fact he's so great. He would say things about my dad and how he wishes he could have met him and whatever. And when I finally did break up with him, I remember I literally said, my dad would be so disappointed if I ended up with a guy like you. And he was like, you are being so rude and so mean. I can't believe you're saying like such hurtful things. And I'm like, no, I'm being honest. Like my dad would be like disappointed if I ended up with a person like you. Like you make my life suck. (laughs) Yeah, that's yeah. No question about it. Absolutely. I'm so happy. Like what made you make that final decision with him? We broke up and got back together so many times within such a short period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, he had came over. What the flower thing? Wasn't it the flower? No, that wasn't the last straw. But the <laughs> He's flower. Like, not that time. Right? Not that time. <laughs> I wish that I could say that that was the last straw, but it wasn't. <laughs> So just for a little pick-me-up to bring it back to not being so dark and, like, sad. Um, Which, by the way, everyone, I'm fine. (laughs) Um, But what had happened is, Luna, we got in a fight over jalapeno poppers. Like, I'm not lying to you. Oh! so that the time that broke the camel's back? Yes. (laughs) So... Okay. Keep in mind, <laughs> this man flexes his bank account like no other. And I helped him with his taxes. He's not lying. I will not say he is broke. He is not. He has 17 times the amount of money I have. He works very hard. He has a lot of money. That's great. He has nothing to show for it. He doesn't own a home, a nice, I mean, he has an okay car. He doesn't have nice clothes, whatever. Which some people want to keep that in their bank account. That's great. But like, like well over six figures like oh so oh well oh no 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 not well over six figures well into the six figures Poss- I get what you're saying. possibly well over six figures now because i've heard some things in these streets about him that things are going great for him like congratulations i just hate that oh, yes okay. i do too i literally called my friends and i was like yo can you believe that something so good just happened to him like that uh, <laughs> um so anyways we were he had a long-term airbnb when he moved down here as well like he wanted to live in an airbnb because i still had like eight months left on my lease and he was like we were looking at apartments together like very soon after like even before he moved down here we were looking at apartments not for when he moved down here but for when my lease was up which would have been you know now my lease is up tomorrow technically at my old place so we're looking at like places together he's like you know I'm gonna pay most of the rent like you can just pay this much whatever I'm like looking at don't get me wrong my place is fucking cute as fuck it is is in a beautiful part of the city but I was looking at like rooftop pool like 
upper level living. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So also like that was going to be sick as fuck too. Like we're going to live in this big ass apartment right downtown Dallas with like a rooftop pool. Like we're going to be up in a high rise. Like, yes. So pause, like, think of the state of mind that she was just in like the shit that is just going on in her personal life this was like a safe haven this was yes. like uh, having something to look forward to to pull you out of this fucking hole like i needed a win this Literally. is my win and you felt like this is it oh yeah. my god everything's perfect my friends approve oh my god yes oh and we're god. looking into apartments before he moves back down here yep okay. like everything from the moment that we hung out when right after my dad passed so like september um we probably oh my god i can't say his name um <laughs> fucking cur, that little curly headed fuck and i um <laughs> wardell. wardell wardell um we're hanging out from like september to december was I don't want to say the best time of my life because obviously it wasn't. I am dealing with crazy shit with my dad's crazy ass ex-girlfriend that I'm still dealing with a year later. I am dealing with like medical bills. I'm dealing with a mortgage that I never had to pay. I'm dealing with, you know, funerals are twenty to $30,000. Like I don't have that money. I just moved all the way down I'm right. a thousand miles away. Like I'm eating fucking value menu McDoubles. Like I don't have that right. type of money. Um, luckily I have family who's been like helping me out and fronting me until I can sell that house. But anyways, so all of that, it was like, it was so perfect. And then he moved down here and things were just so different. And it's like, you just really hold on to that. Like you really hold on to that feeling of, I just had it. Like I said, I don't want to say the best couple months of my life, but like the happiest relationship months yeah. of my life for so long. Like I'm coming out of like a physical relationship that ended horribly. And like I have this perfect person. Like he's awesome. And then he moved down here and it was like immediately like, holy shit, this guy sucks. And I'm holding on to that and holding on to it for way longer than I should have, on and off. Like, whatever i i tweet when i drink and we so love it twitter and knows too much of my personal business as a subscriber we appreciate it so keep drinking drink up <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah it was it was crazy and then actually the most recent thing that has happened other than me missing another you know millionth blocked call from him yesterday um oh. This yes. is still happening. Yeah, we broke up in like the last time we broke up was probably March. So, okay. you know, we dated, talked, and dated from October to March. This like January to March. We're on and off, off probably more than on. We are now at the end of August and this man has been hitting me up like like basically longer than we were ever talking. So that's clear to know who the problem was. Like if there's ever yeah. a question, <laughs> like pretty obvious then. Right. So he, he's been blocked. Um, 
the final straw that really broke it is that's where we were going. I'm so far off topic. Um, the final okay. straw that really broke it is he had came over to my house one night because Nolan and him were friends. Like I kind of facilitated them being friends, but then he got so crazy and was like lying to me about things Nolan was doing and lying to Nolan about things I was doing. And me and Nolan really like, we're like, whoa, this guy is manipulating both of us. And like, Nolan doesn't have a stake in this. Like, what's an example? Because why would he even try that? He would be like, well, Nolan said like this shitty thing about you. And then it would be like, that never happened. Or he'd be like, well, Brittany said this about you. And that never happened. Like, it would be just like so many little things where, you know, he would leave and be gone. And then Nolan and I would be sitting on the couch watching football games Sunday night. That's when we would do most of our talking. And I am an open book. Like when something is bothering me, I am going to say something about it. And that is a blessing and a curse. I will say something and Nolan would be like, that is not how that happened. And then Nolan would be like, this is what I was told. And I'd be like, nope. And here's the receipts to prove that that's not how things happened. So it was a lot of back and forth where they end up like, no one's a nice guy. They're still cordial, which is fine. I don't care. But anyways, no one and him had gone to the bar one night and he came over after the bar, after we were like kind of on and off. Mm, okay. And my, one of my good friends, Sheena was over. And I actually, she went to Maple Grove, didn't she? Or Osseo maybe. Uh-huh. I know of her through high school. I, I was never friends with her, but I know of her. Like, I think people from Maple Grove are friends with her or something like that. Yeah. I, I don't know if she's from Maple Grove. I know she, it's around that area. Mm-hmm. I know she went to Mankato and she's dating one of my really good friends. And her and I became okay. really close friends. And she lives in Dallas. So um, she was over and he came in with Nolan and he like tried to kiss me and I was like I don't want to kiss you like get off of me and he was like a bitch I'll kill you and got crazy like with the witnesses there like for real like yes. for real for real yes like I called the police for real so actually when I said did you give Chloe my address I said no the only person I've given your address or your number to is officer Hernandez next um <laughs> anyways <laughs> Shayna had got up to go to the bathroom which was like over by the front door and he was like trying to kiss me and it was not like it was to the point where Nolan was like hey you gotta go like Brittany doesn't want you here like you're making her uncomfortable and I don't want to act like he was going to like like sexually assault me or something I don't want to put that out there because that's not true he would never do that but it was like he had been drinking and was like getting like in my face and I was not having it crossing boundaries right so he walked to go to the front door which is by where the bathroom was and grabbed Shayna's ass and Shayna was like what the fuck and like it was that was the point where I was like I am done with this person like I cannot you just threatened to kill me you grabbed one of my best friend's asses like we had to kick you out of our house like no one had to be like hey bro like why don't we go grab another beer down the block to like literally get him out of the house? So it was like, that's it. The little I've seen of Nolan on like your stories, which I love seeing like (laughs) you guys when you live together, he seems like he's not a confrontational person. He's the opposite. 
say that. Like, and that's a small, I don't know him at all. From the small sliver I even just get from social media. If he had to step in, like, that just paints a picture of how, like, belligerent and, like, he was being disrespectful. Yeah. And Nolan is annoyingly non-confrontational. I get that vibe. (laughs) Like, annoyingly would make me so mad how non-confrontational he was. And he stepped in multiple times between me and this person because, like, not even just that day, like, multiple occasions where it was, like, him verbally assaulting me, like, telling me I'm a fat bitch, like, I'm a fat piece of shit, like, things like that, like, literally craziness. Well, you're not, and I fucking hate when guys just throw weight in there because they know that's what hurts. It's like, pick something fucking else. Yeah, and I came off of having an eating disorder in college, so I don't fucking care. Like, I'm a little bit thicker, but I got big boobs and a big ass, and I am happy, and I eat freaking cream cheese and candy now like i'm good (laughs) rather enjoy your life than restrict your life right he probably knew that shit too i'm guessing you opened up about that he did he used that yeah Yeah. seems on brand for you wardell (laughs) yeah that's how he was there was literally like i would like to say that we had good times once he moved down here after new year's but there was really I had really great times with him when he was temporarily down here visiting. Mm. Once he moved down here, day one, we weren't in a good spot. Like, it was completely toxic. Like, I mean, he dumped me on Valentine's Day. Like, <laughs> like so toxic. Like, and that was, like, one of the 35 dumpings that we both did to each other. Oh, my God. We were talking about jalapeno poppers. Yeah. Yep. 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 Okay. I have gotten so off track. I've gotten so off track. This no, is- this is what this is about. Please. <laughs> the two dollar wine. The two dollar wine. <laughs> so, he was staying at a long term Airbnb when he had moved down here. So this is after New Year's. After we've already gone through some shit, we're together, and I found that when I would stay with him in his Airbnb rather than us be around Nolan or not that it's not Nolan's fault at all, but rather than us be around other people when it was just him and I things were good, which is a red flag. Like, yeah, but that seems backwards. Yes. Yeah. So when it was just him and I things were good. So like there was um, a couple week period where we had a a snowstorm down in Dallas and a lot of things were closed and yeah, I mean, it was like I could, you and I could drive in it, but like, <laughs> I know, technically, I, yeah. shit was closed and power down here. Mm. Don't even get me started on that. Power down here mm-hmm. is not the same as in the Midwest. Anyways, so when it yeah. gets cold, it's power outages, heat outages, like really bad. So our power had gone out at my house. So I went over to Airbnb. And I was working from there. He was working from home. I was working from home. And even after the power came back on, like, I was like, oh, my God, like, we get along really well when we're just the two of us. Probably because we are, like, I'm drinking wine, you're smoking pot, and we're banging and watching fucking sports. Like, how could anything go bad during that? Like, that's literally the fucking dream. (laughs) That is the setup. 
so things are going great like i'm staying there he's like do you want to go back to your house like you have more space and i'm like no i don't because we're getting along really well and like i don't want this to fucking sleep like i'm remembering why i really liked being with you so i am down bad financially with things going on with attorneys and things with my dad's stuff cordella is not down bad do i think that your partner has to pay for you no i do not i do not think that at all However, I do think when your partner says, do you want something from Arby's and you say you want the four piece jalapeno popper, he shouldn't tell you that you're a bougie ass bitch who just wants to order something expensive off the menu. <laughs> he was like, from Arby's? Literally from Arby's. The same fast food restaurant where the most expensive thing on the menu is probably $10? Yes, yes. He's okay. like, no, you can get one of the sliders. And I was like, mm, then I don't want anything. And he was like, you're so bougie. Like, you just want to be expensive and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, they're, they're like literally $5. And like, if you don't want to buy that, I'm not saying you have to. But like, that's what I want off the Arby's menu. If you don't want to buy that for me, that's fine. I don't want anything. I cannot. We're talking about curly fries right now. We're talking about Arby's. Are you no, no, no. We're talking about jalapeno poppers with the picante jelly at Arby's, which are fire. You're right. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Motherfucker, <laughs> you have six figures. And yes, you didn't get that by maybe ordering jalapeno poppers every day with your Arby's. But like, I think you'll be okay. Yeah. Oh. It's like, we're not going to Nobu, baby. Like, we're going to the drive through at Arby's. And the way you were probably already cooking for him, too, because I see your snaps. You probably made him gourmet dinners, and he's complaining about some fucking jalapeno poppers. Oh, my God. Yeah, okay, so continue. I was like, this was what I thought was going to be my breaking point, and this is where I broke up with him for the first time. Oh. This is so where the flower, it, this is where the flower situation is coming in. Here we go. Strap in, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. So I'm so sorry that this is getting so long. So you can cut out. No, this will probably be two episodes, but you're, I've already decided like actually five minutes in that you're coming back on regardless. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the flower episode that we're all so curious about. Anybody who follows me on Twitter started with they these know. fucking jalapeno poppers. Um, so I got mad and I was like, I was, I was calmly said, well, no, I don't really want that. Like, I don't want a slider off the dollar menu, the value menu. Like, that's not what I want. I want jalapeno poppers. And if you don't want to buy them, that's fine. But then I don't want anything. He was like, oh, you don't want anything because I won't buy you the most expensive thing on the menu. Keep in mind, like, I didn't want the eight piece. Like, I wanted the smaller one. And I was just but like. You have Arby's! You have orders! What is happening? What is the conversation? Right. So I was, like, sitting at his house and I was, like, really irritated. Like, we were literally arguing over jalapeno poppers. And I'm texting Nolan, who I was living with at the time, and I was like, we're literally arguing over jalapeno poppers right now. I can't even explain to you the fact that we're arguing over this. And he like started getting all like, why do you want it to be so bougie? Like, I would love to think that I'm bougie. I would love to, but these are Dollar Tree wine glasses. Like, a bitch isn't bougie. The couch is off marketplace. Like, a bitch likes to look bougie, but is not bougie. I'm There's drinking $2 wine. <laughs> I'm the, I'm literally the same way. What? I get it. I get it. So he came up with that and I got out of his 
fucking Airbnb bed where I was working and I packed up all my stuff and I said, I don't think that we have the same values and I don't want to fucking date you anymore. And he was like over jalapeno poppers. And I was like, yep, over jalapeno poppers. I don't want to fucking date you anymore. And I grabbed my shit and I walked out to my car and I met all my friends who were out at a brewery. I got there, told them the story. And my friend Jackson was like, they sell jalapeno poppers here. Like, do you want me to buy you jalapeno poppers? I'll get your beer, like whatever. And he's dating another girl who's great, who's great. Um, He's a great guy. But he was just like, that's so insane. And then Shana's boyfriend, my friend Vinny was like, fuck him. Like, get her sliders and the jalapeno poppers. Like, what the fuck? We're talking about an Arby's menu right now. And I'm like, okay, yes, it was something so small, but it was like, that was a straw where I was just like, dude, what the fuck? Which I said that's a straw, but I did get back together with him. <laughs> um, but I'm glad you did break up with him over that for real because like you went back for other reasons I think we talked about yeah. why you went back because there was more to it than just that but like that was something to break up with someone over in my opinion because you're right your values are different like why are you stressing over this like I'll buy it what are you talking about right. or you know that I'm in a, be- a bad place if I want some fucking jalapeno poppers buy me them right. I don't understand well oh. and the craziest thing is like I mean I paid for, you know, our bottle service on New Year's. Like I I paid for that a lot. I paid for that along with Chloe. We both paid like $600 for that. Did not like didn't get a dime out of the other people that were there including makes like I said well more money than me knowing what I had just come through financially, which I don't think I'm entitled to his money. I don't at all. But I like he was having a bad day. So what I do I went and got him a little gift bag of stuff because, like, I am a, like, I like to give gifts. Like, that's how I am. Like, little things, like, that makes you feel good. Like, I was thinking of you when I got you this stupid shit. Like, you like sour fucking gummy worms? I'm getting you sour gummy worms and, like, a cute little card and whatever. Like, that's the type of person that I am just with, like, the person I'm dating. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't need to receive things, but, like, I'm somebody who gives gifts. Yeah, and I'm I'm good at giving gifts. So it's like little things like that. And it was like he couldn't pay for five dollars of jalapeno poppers when I had it's no money. Like I had no money. Was paying hundreds principle. of dollars. Yeah. Yes. If that's all it is. It's the principle and yeah. that's why you were right with our morals are not the same because it could have been red lobster, it could have been nobu, it could have been anything. The fact that it was Arby's and you said that, it's the principle that you made a big deal out of this. It right. didn't even have to there so I back that 100% and I think- it didn't have to be a big deal I said that's fine I don't want anything and that's where like the community yeah no he's on some other shit so yeah. then you go to the brewery and I'm like I'm done with him guys like I know you've heard this before but I'm done with him and they're <laughs> like if you're done with him go on tinder they said put it to the test and I said bet I'll go on tinder fuck it so I redownloaded tinder this is where I say that I sometimes move on a little bit fast. Um, so we had broken up and six hours later, I am at a brewery with my friends. We go back to my friend's parents' house because that's where they were staying, which they're really close to me. Like I spent holidays with their parents. They were like, fuck this dude, go on this date. And I'm like, the mom and dad are telling me to go on this date. Like, fuck it. I'm going. This was somebody that I had talked to on Tinder months prior. Who oh. I had met before I had met Cordell. 
Okay. I started talking to Cordell, deleted Tinder, ghosted this guy. Whatever. Super nice guy who I really, quite honestly, did pretty dirty. <laughs> John, if you're hearing this, sorry. Or John! <laughs> um, John! So anyways, the mom and dad at this house, they're like, no, Brittany, like, you've been through enough. And I am, like, full disclosure with these people. I'm close to them. They're like, no, he's going to take you on a date tonight. John's taking you on a date the same day that this Jalapeno Papa thing has happened. After the, oh, this happened. This, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. I'm not mad at it because he deserved it after that bullshit, but okay. Yeah. So it is the same day. So it is very fast. So I, I'm like, yeah, whatever. This John guy lives in Dallas and I'm having him come and pick me up in a suburb of Dallas, like 35 minutes away. He is willing to come and drive and pick me up. He meets Vinny's stepdad because he's like, now I'm coming out to meet him. Like, I want you to go on the date, but I want to meet him. Like, a whole total dad move, like, whatever. Oh, Super sweet. Yeah. And John was like, got out of the car, shook hands, and was like, this is where I live, just so you feel comfortable. I'm taking her here just so that you know she'll have her phone on her. And like, he's like, I made sure she shared her location with Shayna. Like, Everything will be okay. I just want you to know this. Okay, real Southern gentleman. Yes. Super, super sweet guy that I completely fucked over. Um, So I had a great time with him. Like, we went out and had a really good time. Hours after breaking up. I slept over at his house. I had a very good night. Good times. He drove me home came over because he was hanging out with Nolan and this is after we broke up after I went on this date I lied and said I didn't go on a date I did lie he said were you with somebody you else I said I said nope I wasn't I was with Shayna which was partially true but then I did go and hang out with this John guy I had a really good time with him the only time that I that's not true I hung out with him two times uh anyways so I guess I hung out with him. I had hung out with him and I was lying. I did lie about it because I was just like, I don't owe you shit. Like, I don't want to be with you. you. Yeah. So a couple days later and Cordell was like, no, I know that you're with somebody. Like, I just, I'm not mad, but like, I just wholeheartedly believe it. And I said, no. And I lied. I was being a total liar. Whatever. I don't, I don't knock you for that. (laughs) I can't hold that one against you. No. So, a couple days later, Cordell shows up with, and we're still broken up, flowers, my favorite candy. Um, I want to say he had, like, a KFC famous bowl, which I fucking oh, love. No, no, no. Like, <laughs> like, if he would have shown up with the jalapeno poppers, that would have been. Yeah. <laughs> So he shows up with these things and I'm like, oh my God, that was so sweet. And the guilt starts eating me alive because he brings them and he goes, I'm not trying to get back together with you. I am just so sorry for accusing you of lying. I did lie. You think he did that on purpose? I have no idea. I have no idea. But I was like. And he was kind of tearing up and just telling me how sorry he was. And the guilt is eating me because I'm like, don't be sorry you accused me because I did do that. Like, I did hang out with another guy. Like, so I said, I said, you know, I don't want to lie to you. 
I can't lie. Like, I really can't. I can't hold a lie for more than a day. I was like, I did hang out with another guy. I did hang out with another guy after we broke up that night. And he started crying. And I was like, this is horrible. I have never felt like such a piece of shit person, even though we were broken up. And yes, it was very quick, but I had never felt so bad about something. He leaves. And didn't even cheat. That's crazy. No, because we weren't like, dating. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he leaves me with these flowers and all this stuff. And I feel super bad. And I go downstairs and on the top of my fridge, because there was some lilies in them and I have a cat, I put the flowers in a nice vase and I put them on top of the fridge so the cat wouldn't get them because like lilies are toxic to cats or whatever. And I tell Nolan, I'm like, God, I feel like such a piece of shit. Or I'm like telling him what happened the next day after, you know, he had left the flowers and I put them there. Or it was a, it was a couple days later. And I'm telling him what a piece of shit I feel like and everything. And Nolan goes, I, I don't want to break bro code, but don't feel like that big of a piece of shit. And I said, what do you mean? And he goes, I'm not going to say anything, but just don't feel like that big of a piece of shit because you weren't, you, you did what you did and you guys were broken up and you guys both did your own thing that night. And I said, excuse me? I beat it out of Nolan, basically. The night that I feel so guilty about where I went out with a guy from Tinder and, you know, Cordell's claiming that I cheated on him after I broke up with him and went out with a guy from Tinder. Cordell goes and hangs out with my friend Nolan and my friend Alex. And they go down to the bar that I always go to, to my regular bar, which is fine, whatever. They stop to get gas at a gas station. He hollers at a shorty at the gas station and gets her number and says, look how much money I have in the parking lot of a gas station, pulls out his bank account. His bank account out? Yes. And she she is eating it up and she is down for him and she's just a baddie and blah, blah, blah. Not to uh, be a bitch, but this chick was a bitch to me, which we'll get to. Cross-eyed, like, fucking gun tattoo, like, double matching gun tattoos here. Like, not anybody I'm fucking worried We're about. not worried. We are no, not we are worried. not worried. Um, meanwhile, I'm out with, you know, 6'5", tall, dark, handsome John, like, dark chocolate king. We love him. We love you, John. We love you, John. <laughs> Even though I treated you like shit, sorry, I'm better. <laughs> That was the past. That was the old me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry I blocked your number, but like, uh, <laughs> um, anyway. So, Nolan tells me, don't feel bad about that because this is what he was doing at the gas station. And I was like, that's so I was like, that's so fucked. Like, whatever. Like, what a piece of shit. He would be the creepy guy who's hollering at girls at the gas station. Just my bank account? Bye. Yes, and my like, friend Alex and Nolan were both like, it was clown-ass material, but what was more clown-ass material is this girl went for it. What yeah. female alone at a gas station goes for that? Like, you're not normal, bitch. He's like, not normal either, but every girl every girl has been hollered at by a creepy dude at a gas station. At a gas station, you just know that's a no. Yeah. You just know. Okay. After he's crying that I cheated on him, 
he has no idea I'm out on a Tinder date and thinks we're, apparently, by his words, we're still together. We're just fighting. And is hollering oh. at a girl at the gas station. So that would be cheating to me, but whatever. So I hear about this. Yeah. And I texted him on some toxic shit and was like, you're cheating. Like, not cheating. I said, you trying to make me feel bad when you're hollering at girls at the gas station? Like, you're disgusting. Whatever. I leave, go out with my friends, have a good time, come back home, go to sleep. I wake up in the morning and on his Snapchat, which he never fucking posts on, he has the back of a head of a girl with curly hair holding flowers. Like, whatever, he's opening her door and is holding flowers, has the back of her head. And I'm looking and this is how it happened. I said, oh my God, he got her the same kind of flowers as me. I took my camera out and went downstairs to go take a picture of the flowers on my fridge to go to Twitter to be petty and say, I guess it was a two for one special. Luda, my flowers are gone. They're missing in action. They are missing in action. Who does this? You know what? Actually, we shouldn't be surprised. He didn't even buy you jalapeno poppers. Of course, he's gonna reuse the flowers. He's gonna reuse the he flowers. He came into my house while I wasn't there and took the flowers back and gave them to her with no paper. Gave them to her and tried to flex. The vase. Yes, the vase was still there. The vase and the water were still there. The flowers were gone. He could have had some dignity in taking the vase too. He's and you know what. I I retract my story a little bit. I didn't know that the girl was from the gas station at this point. I told Nolan that I was about to tweet that, and then he told me this whole whole story. Because I was like, oh, he's going to post another girl in his story and try and make me feel bad, and that's when Nolan was like, whatever. So I did get that a little messed up. I am so embarrassed by this man. I have so much secondhand embarrassment right now. I can't even process, like... It gets so much worse. So... <laughs> So I go to Twitter. I go to Twitter because I had planned to go to Twitter and make a funny tweet. Like, guess he got that two for one. However, I go, here's the picture of me receiving the flowers. Here's a picture of my vase that's empty. And here's the picture of the flowers in another girl's hand. This motherfucker's so cheap that he had to come back into my house while I was gone to steal the flowers off the top of my fucking face. You can't even make this up. Like, how does this happen? How does this happen? Please. I'm like, oh my God. Like, I literally couldn't even believe it. Sent that tweet out so fucking fast. And people are liking it, sending it to me. Fucking, I'm sure, talking shit about how immature I am. Which, yes, bitch, I am. I don't care. And whatever. Yeah. And... I do overshare, and I am immature, and a lot of things have been deleted since then. However, I don't fucking care. When I'm in my moment, I am like, fuck you, I'm going to blast you, because I have a lot of friends, and I have a lot of friends who know a lot of people who know a lot of people, and now I'm going to make you look fucking stupid. So whatever. I do this. He's calling me like crazy. I don't even remember exactly how things started happening, but he's calling me like crazy, whatever. He's like, please just let me come over and talk to you. Let me come over and talk to you. And I said, get the flowers back from her and then bring me my flowers back and then you can come over here. That's where the crazy came in. <laughs> That's where the crazy came in. Okay. He said, go get them back. <laughs> yeah, he goes, I'll get you new more expensive flowers. And I said, no, 
I want you to go get my flowers. I really no. liked them. They were really pretty. I want those ones. I want those ones, and I know where I cut them on the stems. So I can don't guarantee <laughs> that I'll know if they're the same ones or not, and I want them back. <laughs> Liana, this motherfucker shows right back up with my door with the same flowers. No, he didn't. Because I want to know how he gets them back. Oh, um, my mom the, wants it. Like, what do you say no, to the story is great. The story is great. Oh, and you got to hear it? Oh, yes. I, I have videos of this, too. And this is where I come in looking like a dumb bitch. Because he called her a Rihanna baddie when she's got cross eyes. And anyways, um, not to shame her, but, um, you'll, but... Hear, you'll hear why I don't like her in a second. So... He's knocking on the door, and I have Nolan and Alex over who were with when he had met this chick. And I said, I told him he's not coming back in here unless he has those flowers, and I want those exact ones. So he has his back turned to the door, and I'm looking out like the peephole. He's got his back turned, and he's knocking. I said, turn around, because if you don't have the flowers, walk the fuck back down the stairs. (laughs) He turned around. He's got the flowers. They're dripping wet, and he's got the flowers. (laughs) So I open the door and I'm videotaping him. And I go, hmm, your little Rihanna baddie had to give you the flowers back. Hmm. Ah! I said, back where they belong with the first owner of them. And then I took them and I was like, and the bitch cut the stems all janky too. Like, whatever. So I'm sitting there and kind of forgiving him because I'm, I... Um, yeah, we're yeah. not worried about that part <laughs> in my demented toxic mind I'm like oh my god I can't believe he really got these flowers back like he's like really he did all this he's yes. really showing me that he is willing to look like a <laughs> fucking fool for me like I'm ready for this so he gives me the flowers back and this chick is I can see it calling him on his phone sitting next to me and he keeps hanging up and I said who the fuck keeps calling you? And he's like, that girl keeps calling me. And keep in mind, I found out where she worked. I wasn't going to really pop up there, but I told him that I went and had dinner there while she was working, oh, which I didn't. Probably believed it. He, yeah, he 100% doesn't. believed it and then tweeted about it. I never really pulled up at her work. Um, we, Him and I had gone there separately by ourselves on a date before, and she was our server beforehand, before all of this popped off. But that's besides the point. Um, yeah. Anyways, so she's, yeah, she is calling and calling and calling. Finally, I answer her, his phone. I'm like, let me answer it. And he was like, no. And I was like, no, let me answer it. Like, I'm not getting back together with you unless you let me answer your phone. Toxic as fuck. That's me. I don't care. I, I will admit it. He's like, fine. Like, I love you. Like, you can answer my phone. Like, here, take it. So I answer it, and I am in front of Alex Nolan. <laughs> We're all in my living room, and Alex and Nolan are like, this crazy motherfucking bitch. Like, what the oh, fuck? Is this happening for real? Yes, Alex is videotaping like, ain't nobody going to believe this guy right now. Like, these two are fucking crazy. Um, so I answer the phone, and I was like, hello? And she's like, hi, is there? And I was like, well, this is girlfriend, Brittany. And he, she was like, what? And I was like, yep. I know that I'll hit on you at a gas station and whatever, but he was mad at me and he was being a little dumbass thought. And I'm sorry that he did that to you, but he is dating me. And those flowers that he gave you, he 
took back from you to give back to me because they were originally at my house. And she goes, well, I think they probably looked better at my house. And I said, well, I think you caught you had to say. I was like, girl, I was on your side. Like, we were going to hate him together. I was like, I said, girl, I can tell that no man's ever gotten you flowers by the way you cut these stems. Like, (laughs) (laughs) and she goes, she got me back pretty good, though. She goes, tell tell Cordell to call me when he's done with your ass. And I was like, this is obviously like, I lived in like a little bit of like, a more hood area and he went to like oh, okay, a hood okay. gas station whatever obviously mm. this girl was like letting a guy pick her up at the gas station and she saw yeah yeah, yeah and she whatever Perfect. which more shame on him but like you're not gonna flex on me with a girl you picked up from the gas station but also that she mm. goes tell Cordell to call me when he's done at your house and I and was, was watching him back no she did not shit on you with that she shit on herself no, this way, this way, it was oh. actually like made me so angry so oh, I go shit. he's gonna be with me for the foreseeable future so like you won't be receiving a call back from him and she goes oh honey you think you can be with him 24 hours you gotta go to the bathroom you gotta take a sleep and just know he will be calling me when he is not with you. So think about that. Yeah, I will think about that because you got me good, bitch. Oh, okay. <laughs> bitch, I will be thinking about that a little bit. You got me there, whatever. You're right. I will. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck her. That was good. But still, she like, damn it. Yeah, so she then, herself, yeah, so he takes the phone and he's like, hey, I'm I'm in love with my girlfriend. Like, I was only hitting on you to like, try and feel better like I don't fuck with you like you're a dumb bitch stop calling me like went off on this girl hung up on her she called him back again and he answers he's like what do you want and she's like go away from her go outside and I thought she was saying come outside and I said oh she's outside my house like I will go the fuck out there so I stand up put my shoes on and he was like, no, 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 she's not outside. She's not outside. And then I hear her on the phone going, oh, bitch is scared that I'm outside her house. Like, no, bitch, I have my shoes on. Like, I was going to come stab you. Like, we were ready. We were going to box in the parking lot. Um, which is oh, stupid because he's the piece of shit, whatever. And I was I fully prepared to not be mad at this girl. I was like, he's a dumb piece of shit who took flowers from my house to give to you and then took them back to give to me. You said, I'm sorry that he did that to you. Yes. I was not, I was like a little bit heated because he was sitting next to me, but I was not yelling at her. I was not mad at her until she became obviously a bitch. A bitch. And, um, and why would she want him anyways? Ugh. Right. So that all ends. And we're sitting there in my fucked up, like dark sense of humor. I'm like sitting there and I'm like laughing. Like, I think this is so funny that I have these flowers back. And I'm like, so how'd you get them back? <laughs> How did you get the flowers back from her? And he goes, I don't know. I'm like, no, tell me how you got the flowers back from her. He goes, well, I don't want you to be mad. And he, I go, no, like, she knows about me. I'm not mad. Tell me how you got the flowers back. He goes, well, I told her that I wanted to hang out and I went over to her house. And I told her that my florist has a flower recycling program and that the flowers were looking a little dead and that I would just take them back so he could recycle them and I would get her a new bouquet and then I was just going to ghost her and never talk to her again. 
like, do we believe this? Because that's a that's the fucking craziest thing I think I've ever. He one hundred percent believed it. Because I then took his phone and looked through his text messages where he was and talking to her. Yes. Yes. And the Brittany, no. I swear to God. The crazier part about the whole damn thing is we have this conversation where she now knows that, like, you got to feel stupid. Like, this guy gave you flowers because he's mad at his girlfriend, took them back and gave them back to his girlfriend, which, like, don't be jealous of me. Like, I'm obviously dealing with this piece of shit, but you have nothing invested in this guy. Like, this is just some guy you met a couple days ago. And you're embarrassing yourself. And you're embarrassing yourself, but, like, it, it never has to be talked about. We oh. we don't, like, him and I end up obviously breaking up after this. Yeah. He posts a video on Twitter because I blocked him on Snapchat, and he knows that I still had him on Twitter, but I end up blocking him on Twitter after this. He posts a video of her at my regular bar, less than a mile from my house, not by where he was staying at his Airbnb. He posts a video of her, like, at the bar, like, it was a flex. And I was like, this isn't a flex. Like, this girl is pathetic. Like, you're a piece of shit. Like, I already know you're a piece of shit, and I hate you. Like, you're a bad person. This girl is pathetic. Like, you've now talked to me on the phone. Like, you know everything, and you have nothing invested in this guy. It will be so easy for you to walk away. What we were talking about earlier, like, she has nothing in the game. She right. just got here. And he oh. he literally had given her, before the phone call and everything had calmed down, she just, like, showed up at where he said he lived, which he gave her, like, his old Airbnb address from the first time he visited, which was still a few blocks away from him. Mm. And because she was like, where do you live? And he's like, oh, I'm staying over here because he didn't really know her and didn't really want to give her mm-hmm. the address, whatever. He said that he got sketchy vibes from her and thought literally she was going to have like her cousins or her brothers or whoever lived with her potentially go <laughs> up on him. So he gave her a fake address. She just showed up there. Like this chick is obviously like so desperate or whatever, which I mean, yeah, that goes <laughs> craziest. I'm just like, oh my God. That is. No, that story, like, I've only heard bits and pieces and seen things on social media, but wow, that really, like, I'm shocked. I feel like I just watched a full thriller, <laughs> drop, like, <laughs> a thriller movie. Like, this is insane. Yeah. That is it. And, like, you're still dealing with him. Yes. That's the crazy of all, at all. That's, that's not even, a, that's not even the most that it has, has happened. No, it's what, really not. They're just, like, a couple of, like, the more, like, funnier stories how did things finally end like so obviously he went back to her try to make you jealous didn't work but so yeah so things got to the point where I was just completely not responding to him um and he I blocked him on everything and then he had star six seven called me over 87 times within one hour how does that (laughs) That's more times a minute. Yes, <laughs> and it's actually a little impressive because you can't save a star six seven number. You have to actually type the full number in. So he was calling me that many times, and it had gotten to the point where it was starting to get like, okay, yeah, I'm all here for the toxic humor, as immature as that is, but it was starting to get scary, and he had been threatening. Yeah. And um, he started He's leaving. Been well, yeah, he threatened to, like, kill me during that whole Shayna incident at my house, like, yeah. when he had grabbed Shayna's ass and whatever, and it, it was all just getting, like, way too much to the point where I said, like, I'm going to have to call the police if you keep calling me, and he said, 
something on the lines of you would claim to do this to like a person of color to try and get police involved. Nothing about that. You're and insane. I'm like, no, you're actually making me scared. And like, I don't know what else to do. So yep. he had kept calling me. I filed a police report and I told him, I said, you know, I just filed a police report. You already have a order for protection from your ex who you said was crazy, convinced me was crazy that you clearly did the same shit too. Yep. Um, oh my God. he was reaching out to my family on like my, my aunt messaged him on Instagram and was like, you better fucking leave Brittany alone. Like he's texting my aunts and being crazy, telling me how it's so pathetic, whatever he, and then he had left me these really nasty voicemails telling me that my therapist isn't working and I'm such a depressed pile of shit because of everything, all the bad shit that's happened to me, whatever. So I, being me posted though I screen recorded the voicemails and I post them on Snapchat I think I'm I don't know if I, saw, I heard oh, I'll send them to you I got a whole shared folder with the girls like um, so he had just left me nasty ass voicemails so I wasn't responding I had already called the police he wasn't stopping um so I started I was like fuck you now I'm gonna expose you like I did expose him for the flower thing which like mainly because I thought it was funny and like we were back together after that and he asked me to delete it and I was like no it's hilarious like I can't that's so stupid and so funny I can't delete it well then he had kept harassing me so I started posting voicemails and I was like if you keep go ahead keep saying what you want to me but everybody's gonna know what you're saying to me which obviously pissed him off then he goes on a twitter rampage about how he doesn't feel his sexual health is safe with me, how I threatened to kill myself if he left me, which is not true. I was going through a really hard time with things with my dad and I was having awful mental thoughts and was talking to my boyfriend about them. Just like, like I said, I wasn't a saint in the relationship by any means. However, it was like he was going and like, blasting me lying and like anything I was blasting him I was posting videos of what he had really said like I was posting his voice I was posting his messages like really shitty things he was saying to me because I really didn't know another way out and I was like if I post these like I'm gonna have to be held accountable I can't get back together with this guy if everybody knows he's done and said all of these things to me yeah so I did that, and then he went on a crazy Twitter rampage, and which, whatever, like, can't really fault him. I did the same thing, but, you know, I wasn't lying in mine. He was lying in his. He tried to sue me, so I'm sure he'll say he's going to do that again. He said, you don't have any money, and I'll wreck your life. I am way more well-off than you. I can take you down with my money, basically, which maybe you can, but also I don't really care because I'm – not gonna lie like I haven't said anything lying about you and he tried to sue me (laughs) he tried to sue me for defamation which is funny because in one of the voicemails I posted he goes you're not a fucking celebrity Brittany and then he tries to sue me for defamation as if he's a celebrity with his you know 100 100 Twitter followers (laughs) like it's okay nobody knows who you are nobody cares who you are you're a piece of shit so Wardell yeah so he tried to uh, Sue me, and I dealt with all of that, whatever. 
Did you have to hire a lawyer? Like that was for real? No, I mean, he like posted a video of him walking into the courthouse and talked to Nolan about it. But I'm assuming that when he went in there, he um, was told there was no case. Like you're, I didn't, defamation is you losing loss of funds due to somebody defaming you and making lies up about you. I didn't lie about anything and you didn't, I didn't lie about anything and you didn't lose any money from that. You lost money because you got in legal trouble and have a felony. That's That's why you lost money. That has nothing to do with me telling the truth about you and posting videos of things you've literally said. So yeah, (laughs) yeah, it was whatever. It was stupid. And then he did leave me alone for a while and full transparency. I went to Nashville. I got drunk. I called him and said, I really hope that things are going well for you. Things are going good for me with my job. I'm really glad that we've ended this chapter, but like, I I appreciate you as a person, basically. I get that. I was blacked out. It had been months of him leaving me alone, and I thought it was finally over, and that's how I wanted to close up the chapter. Should I have called right. him? No, absolutely not. But I will never lie. I did call him. But I get that, because sh- shit's complicated, and for you, that right. was closure to move forward. And I was on a trip with... Um, one of, I don't want to get myself into trouble. One of my bosses who um, knew my dad and okay. we had been drinking after our work, after our work outing, we had gone out for drinks and okay. I was emotional. We were talking about my dad and kind of talking okay. about things with Michelle. And I said, like, I'm glad that I got, I had the distraction when I did. Mm-hmm. And, like, I just tried to look at the positive points of it. Because, yes, it was horrible. But also, like, I was dealing with that. And that was easier to focus on than my dad committing suicide. Like, that was a lot easier to focus on, to be honest. And I will. It sounds like a pattern. Sounds like a pattern. And, like, I am as fucked up as it sounds. I am grateful that I dated him because I couldn't mentally face everything that was going on at that time. I'm still having a hard time coming to terms with it, but I'm like starting to process it a lot better now. But at that time it was like nothing I could have even began to process. So yes, I had called him about a month and a half after he stopped being psycho and reaching out to me all the time. And I just let him know, like, you know, I hope that your life goes good. We obviously don't work together, but I do hope that your life goes good. Things are going super well for me at my job things are going well for me, like personally, whatever. That was the opening gate to him getting crazy again, star six, seven, calling me 20 times a day, sending me emails because I can't block him on email. Just total craziness. Like the last time he contacted me was literally yesterday. And at this point, like when he was doing that originally, I would answer because I wanted things to like in my mind, I wanted things to be worked out. Mm-hmm. Now, if, if I answer any of the calls, it's to like, say what you need to say to me, like say whatever you need to say. And like, let's, let's close this chapter of our lives. Please. Like, please. let's close it. I'm like, okay, what do you need to say to me? And he would say all of these things. He'll say all these things. And I'm like, okay. And then he'll be like, well, I'm coming down to Dallas and I really think we should meet up. And I'm like, I have no desire to meet up with you. And then it always, this is how the conversation always goes when I do answer. Well, why? And I say, I don't think you're a good person. I think that you made like 
the worst year of my life a lot. Like you, you didn't help it. You knew what mm-hmm. I was going through with my dad and you never considered that, which yep. he has admitted to and apologized for, but then we'll go on to be his self and try and blame me. But yeah, at this point, like it's more entertaining for me than anything. It's like, wow, you're really still thinking of me. That's sad. Like I have, I'm so far removed from the situation now where it's like that was like a rebound gone wrong like episode of like a lifetime movie it's just so crazy that even now like when you went to Nashville like that it was the same trigger was like you're you were in a vulnerable position you wanted to close something out your intentions were so good and he then again uses that as a springboard in a sense to continue his toxic behavior. Like he wants to talk about your therapist isn't working, sir, please look in the mirror. Like if you listen to this, which I'm sure he will. I 100% know he will. Oh, he will. I genuinely, and I'm not, I truly hope you find help. Like, and I swear I'm not saying that in a condescending way because the way you are, your actions and the way you're living, that is no way to live. That is extremely crazy. And if you can't see that and you think she's the crazy one in this situation, I'm not saying you were an angel. Like, obviously, everyone has a role. But your actions, dude, Wardell, please seek help. And I'm not saying that in a condescending way. I genuinely hope you find help because right. this is crazy. Yeah, like, that's, really crazy. that was the whole thing. I was like, I am on a path to being a much healthier, better version of myself because this last year, and I can't blame it all on him. I played a part in, after my dad died, I was, as I'm drinking, casually though, I was drinking too much and I was looking to feel better by partying and just not thinking about my dad, which would make me think about him almost more. And my mental health was at an all-time low, and it was, it still is, like, it's been hard. I mean, the fact that it's, it'll be a year next week is insane to think about, and my dad was 42, like, mm-hmm. that's that's so young, so- and that's so hard to deal with, and when he had left Texas, I was, like, relieved when he left, because he had been so like so negative when he was here and he was going through a crazy mental time but I'd been dealing with it for so long that I gave up on him and like Mm -hmm. that's where I'll always feel regret that's where I don't think that there are people who are like complete pieces of shit as much as like Bordell played a number of you know really negative parts of my life um I don't I think he's a bad person, but I don't think he's unsavable. I don't think that he has to live his life like that. And I think that he can be a better person than he is. I know he can. He's been a better person than that to me. Right. And I haven't been, I wasn't a perfect person in that situation either. But it's just like, I don't know. The toxic part of you, if, which I, like I said, I know I play into being toxic. It's something I'm really working on, but it's a lot easier to be toxic than be sad. So that's kind of like where I was at with it. But I wish him all the best. <laughs> Truly though, like, I mean, maybe you, I don't know. I can't speak for you. I do. Like, I hope everyone has that, like, that journey where they overcome their shit person. Because I know right. I would have been a show 
person in my past. Like, I hope that he can be a better person in the future for somebody else, but he's got to acknowledge his shit. And it doesn't look like he's ever, it doesn't sound like he's ever done that. Right. And of course, there's more that you haven't shared tonight. This is just a brief glimpse of what happened over your time. But like, he's got to acknowledge it. He's got to say sorry. And he's got to do the work and be better right. and move forward. That's the only thing that can work. You're never getting back with him. God fucking pray to god no, I'm, not, I'm not i promise <laughs> okay. i pray you guys you're just not meant for each other but i do hope he becomes better for somebody himself and somebody else right like, that's all you i guess you can hope for but right i hope you, you deserve the most and i hope that you also use this as healing and you can move forward and because you're gonna find someone who doesn't fucking cheat on you right who treats you oh, who doesn't the things the last the last oh. piece of tea <laughs> Oh, yes. So we broke up in March. On my birthday in June, I get screenshots and messages from a girl in Colorado that he has been just as insane to while he's with me. Crazy text messages, the whole nine yards. And that was where I was just like, now I'm sad for you. Like, please be happier with your life. But yes, that's that was the last, the final piece of on your birthday. You got texts from a girl in Colorado while he was dating you, like text messages from the time he was dating yes, you. From from the time he was dating me, we were obviously well broken up. I was in Austin partying with my friends, and I woke up to these uh, uh, message requests on Twitter. Funnily enough, and um, this girl was like, "Hey, I've been wanting to reach out to you for a while. Why she chose my birthday, I don't know. Right, but whatever." Um, she's like, I've been wanting to reach out to you for a while. I just wanted to say I'm so proud of you for standing up to him on a public platform because, you know, he did the same thing to me. And there have been a couple of girls who have came forward since who have been like as crazy and immature as I may look like it made these girls feel valid. So I don't. Um, I don't think you're crazy. That's the other right. thing. Like, you don't know how many people you've helped by doing that and like right and it was it was like i don't i'm not not gandhi like i'm not helping people because i'm being like great like i am being like exposing and it's making these girls feel valid but it's in your way right but like still like i'm just saying like you really do help a lot of people yeah maybe the delivery was different or whatever but like it was authentic (laughs) to you you're being real you weren't lying about anything right you were just exposing it and like it's scary because he's scary from what I hear. Like, that's scary. I wouldn't want, I'd be scared to do that. And you, you had the courage to do it, and it helped probably so many other people because who knows with this motherfucker. Right. Well, and then it's like other girls coming forward that just like solidified that I obviously shouldn't be in that relationship. And I don't want this to be a whole like, he's a piece of shit, whatever. Like, he treated me really poorly, and I don't think he's a great person. I think he has really good potential, though. I think he has a great family, and I think he has a lot of really good things going for him. So I really hope that he like, I mean, as much as he wants to talk about my therapist, if he wants her number, like she knows a lot right. about him already. Like maybe she could help. <laughs> She's already got the phone. Wow. Well, I mean, obviously I'm glad you ended it that way. Cause that's honestly, that shows you're over it. Yeah. You're past it. Hopefully he can be too. Um, thank you so much for sharing it. Like that was really like, that's, you've shared such a deep part of your life like that period of your life was probably you will remember that always right for various reasons um so thank you for sharing that because i'm sure i'm gonna get a lot of feedback on this one about (laughs) i'm sure i will too (laughs) 
but like people who can relate and have been in similar similar situations and didn't feel like they could speak about it because that is a hard thing like it's not embarrassing but it's something that you don't it's not comfortable to talk about right and well and i will say it was embarrassing like i definitely did not show my most mature adult side so that's where i'm like i know that i was not a saint and i did things that were triggering and i i totally am not claiming to be an angel but it was too far on some other parts (laughs) yeah well we respect an accountability queen so thank you um this is absolutely not going to be the last time we hear from you you're coming back on and I feel like the next time I want to I will brainstorm offline but like I definitely want to have you on as much as I can because you have so much to share and I think your perspective on things is funny and like relatable so thank you so much again yeah thanks uh, for having me <laughs> of course any last words I guess or do you have any questions for me or anything you don't have to. I don't think so. I mean, I'm glad to get it all out. I'm going to definitely call my attorney and let him know to be looking for that defamation. <laughs> well, believe, I swear I'll bleep all the names out. So it's fine. <laughs> this is all hypothetical. Yeah, I'll bleep all the names out. Anybody who knows me or her knows who it's about, but it's fine. <laughs> Other than that, this is fake. This is all fake news. <laughs> but also, you just kidding. This is all a joke. Yeah, this was a joke. This was scripted. <laughs> uh, do you want to plug your social media? Some people do. Some people don't. Um, I don't even know what my Twitter handle is, to be honest with you. Um, um, let's see. Because <laughs> it is good, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-N-E-Y-6373. You already know that lunch code. <laughs> oh, that's what... <laughs> period yeah that's it there's nothing else to really follow me on or no reason to for the on photogenic instagrams or anything (laughs) (laughs) well i'll put that in the comments below but like i said this is definitely not the last time you will hear from Brittany. thank you so much for coming on i really appreciate it and this was a spicy episode so appreciate it too we had to take multiple bathroom breaks so you know it was a good one (laughs) yes Thank you.